you found our podcast. Welcome. Yay. We're really Yay. glad you're here. And just so you know, Brooke and Jeffrey's Merch for a Cause is on right now. If you want to get some of our sweet swag, okay, 100% of proceeds are going to aid humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. So yes. right after you listen to this, go to brookeandjeffrey.com to buy. It's a well-known fact that drinking coffee can make you have to go number two. <laughs> we actually have someone starting. in this room yeah, who's what? a professional what? at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just finished up a couple minutes ago. Yeah. Absolutely. Every oh. morning I'm on a very regular schedule. But this just <laughs> in, would you believe scientists still don't know why that happens? Really? Oh, really? I thought really? it was like some sort of like... I didn't know, I guess. Yeah. I know. <laughs> when you say that, I, I mean, like, we all well, know it happens, it but what's the reason? Yeah. Experts got together about this recently, including a doctor from Harvard. Oh, man. Okay. I guess they're just like, oh, hey, now that COVID's done, let's get back to the important stuff coffee and pooping. Yeah. So, we didn't need the no. toilet flush sound effect. I think it helped. It didn't. Here's what they said they do not think it's from the caffeine. Because okay. decaf has the same exact effect. Right. And if you drink, like, pop or something, like, that doesn't work. True. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it might have something to do with other compounds in the beverage. There's really two leading theories on this. The first one is based on a study from the 90s, which found that within minutes of drinking, coffee stimulates your colon motor. Oh, that okay. sounds good. The colon motor was actually the name of my high school band. Yeah. So. <laughs> I Welcome appreciate to the that. stage, colon motor. <laughs> Super hardcore metal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the second leading theory is stomach acid helps digest and move food th- through your body, and drinking coffee might produce more of it. You know, right. I think we should do more science <laughs> updates on this show. Yeah. It's fascinating. Oh, you liked it. I did. Okay. I'm just buying tickets to go see Colon Motor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're touring soon. And the boys. So let's hurry up and get through the shot caller question of the day as quickly as possible because yes, you know please. Jose's Colon Motor is humming right now. Oh, man. Well, He's got like a V8 down there. I yeah. don't know what's going on. It's idling right now. But oh. We have a, out a, neutral. a bucket full of names. Okay. We're going to draw one out so you can ask the trivia question. If you answer wrong, then you're going to get punished by being shocked while singing a colon motor song. So text into 7592. <laughs> tell us which one you'd like to hear. Brooke, you're drawing a name out because you had the shot caller last. Who'd you get? Oh, little tiny paper in there. Hold on. Jeff, Dr. Doorknob, Debeau. Oh. oh. Wow. That was the follow-up band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> solo. That's right. Yeah, Dr. Doorknob. All right, I'm going to put on the shot collar while that happens. Digital Jake, please read us a shot collar question of the day. Oh. Walter Hunt was a mechanic and inventor in the 19th century. It's possible that at one time Brooke dated him. Yeah. But that's not why we're bringing up his name today. You see, Walter was a pretty handy guy. He was constantly using his skills to create and improve a variety of household items. Yeah, he was. Let me tell you about it. (laughs) In the 1840s, he owed a man $15 and desperately needed to come up with something to pay off his debt. Hmm. He began twisting metal until he created something that we still use today. What did Walter Hunt invent in order to pay off his $15 debt? Oh, my God. Okay. And this I think is in, I know. Well, this is the 19th century, so you have to think it's something with no electricity. This is pre-electric stuff. Yeah. What were you thinking? I mean, gosh, I feel like it's too easy. That's why I don't even want to say it. But there was a time when we didn't have screws. We only had nails to build things. And uh. screws work so much better at holding yeah. two things together. Uh, okay, and that's like, that's literally a twisted piece of metal. It is, yeah. I'm thinking of like basic problems and people coming up with basic solutions to those problems. Like, did they have a can opener back then? Oh. 
It's kind of a piece of twisted yeah. hunk of metal that yeah. you used to open you stuff. See the old ones that are a little bit, like have a twist in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, you used to like a bend. not do the turning. Right. Ooh, you know what I use twisted metal as a wine bottle opener. Hey. Put it in and I. <laughs> That's all I can think of. I paid fifteen dollars for that. Oh, yeah. What about what about barbed wire? That's not bad. That's practical. It keeps the cattle in. It keeps the predators oh, out. Makes things interesting in the bedroom. You don't think it's older <laughs> than that, though? Like, you think of, like, even Civil War pictures or something, right? And you, I feel like I could see barbed wire on the battleground, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. It's more World War One, I'm picturing. But let's okay. get the question one more time. <laughs> Brooks X. Walter <laughs> He needed to make $15 in a bad way. Mm. So back in 1840, he took to inventing something out of twisted metal in order to pay off his debt. What he created wasn't exactly a new idea, because ancient Romans had used something similar, but mm. Walter's version was the first one to have a spring mechanism inside it. So it's oh, not a screw. spring. He ended up patenting this device and selling the rights for only $400. Even though nowadays the patent is worth multi millions, what did Walter Hunt create out of twisted metal? Okay, so, so I think we're spring. all off on the first guesses. I have a weird, totally random, just because he said the spring thing. Yeah. What if it was a stapler? Staple. Like, because you, the staple itself would be twisted metal that you would put inside yeah. to hold paper together. And there's that spring. And it's something we all use today. I'm just trying is to think. Is that a if... multi million dollar product? I think it is. Honestly. Could be. I mean, it's sold worldwide. What about transportation? Like, how did they get around back then? Was there anything metal? I, I was thinking oh, I'm about. I'm sure there was tons I, of metal things. I was thinking about involved. shocks for, like, a bicycle or a car. Like or a, a wagon. Twisted... Oh, a bicycle. Or a wagon, yeah, that's good. But, like, the yeah, twisted shock he's... to. There's bicycles around for a lot longer than then. Mm. Okay, so not bicycles. But I don't think shocks are a bad idea. Shocks? You know, like shocks on a that you put on any tire, right? Like to even, absorb the bumps in the road. They even oh. like chariots back in the day. They had like wood yeah, shocks, shocks or somehow. If they would get too hot and maybe catch fire. Chariots of fire! Oh, there it is! That's where it <laughs> we came got from. there. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. I don't like any of our answers. Yeah, if I'm being honest, like, like, I'm really trying to talk best. myself into one of these. It's not like ding ding. That's gotta no. be it. Spring loaded. What has springs? springs. Beds? What, those moon shoes. What about mattresses? A mattress. Like originally mattresses were just stuffed with hay and then they finally true. had the springy ones that were That's comfy. It's not bad. One bed today costs like seventeen thousand yeah. dollars if you get a good one. The but they don't Romans. have springs anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like vacuum seal yeah, them and totally. ship them to you. The ancient Romans just use bricks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh all right, we're going to go with uh, Brooks X came up. Well, this would make sense, yeah, actually. Yeah, with no. Brooks' yeah. adventurous lifestyle, she yeah. needs a spring in her mattress. <laughs> breaking all these beds with Brooks. <laughs> like we need a mattress, Jeffrey. Oh, God. <laughs> in order to pay down his $15 he owed, Walter Hunt started twisting a piece of metal wire until he created a new device that had a spring on one end that forced the other end into place. Hmm. He sold the patent for $400, and today it's used hundreds of different ways, from fastening clothing to to jewelry, I'm talking about the safety pin. Oh, it's a oh. tiny little spring. Interesting. That's interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah, didn't get that Did one not right. Even not even close. close. Really so. impressed, we were not close at all. <laughs> and uh, that means I'm going to get shocked. And somebody wanted to hear the song All the Small Things by Blink 182. <laughs> all the small things, true care, truth brings. I'll take. One lift, you're right, best trip. <laughs> <laughs> 
to say you guys you really lost your rock from the colon band yeah, days. Colon motor. Yeah, colon We decided to go softer with our new albums. That's the shot collar question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Laser stories coming up in just a few minutes. But first, do you have disrespectful neighbors that let their dog take a two on your lawn and then they don't pick it up? Oh, dude, what is wrong with people? (laughs) Don't own a dog if you do that. Well, maybe you should do what this guy did in Louisville, Kentucky. After several months of this happening, he finally bought a megaphone. And then this happened. Clean up your dog for that person. Oh, my God. And how much joy that just brought that man. It really did. And then you do you try to pretend like it wasn't you still? Like, yeah. I don't see anything. We should definitely get one of those for the station and use it when somebody doesn't wash their hands after the bathroom. <laughs> like, real. come back here. Well, that happens in the men's room, I think, more than the women. So if you're dealing with something similar, go ahead, get yourself a megaphone. It might be the most clever way to shame someone who doesn't pick up their dog's poop. More perfectly normal ways to respond to incidents just like that coming up in laser stories right after this Hello, it's, laser stories. it's the radio segment that just donated one thousand dollars to a gofundme with a goal of making lavender scented chloroform oh. Oh, no. nice. put me down for six cases please Laser Stories, the segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser, and those other spit bubbles just don't. This first laser story is out of the Ukraine. Oh. Was that a Ukrainian accent, sir? I don't know. I hope so. Okay, Count Dracula. After having the street to his home blocked by heavy snowfall, 56-year-old Albert Bowden came up with an idea to get his road cleared that required zero work on his part. All right. He decided to call police and confess to a fictitious murder in hopes they would clear the road in order to reach him. Oh my God. I thought you were going to go with something more like flamethrower or something. Oh man. No, make up a, a fake no. murder. That you committed. Duh. It's much easier. Yeah. Albert told authorities that he and his stepfather had gotten into an argument and he'd ended up stabbing the elderly man repeatedly in the chest oh with God. a knife. I mean, I would believe that. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of detail. That, that's how you make it believable. I guess. He then added that he was willing to turn himself in if police could reach his home, suggesting they bring a snowplow. <laughs> So a team was dispatched to the village, and ironically, because a snowplow had cleared the road just 30 minutes earlier, they oh. drove straight through no. in their patrol car. Yeehaw. Oh my god, that whole time he thought that the people clearing yeah. the first yeah. time were the police. He's oh. just in there waiting. Oh when the gosh. officers reached the house, they expected a gruesome scene, mm-hmm. but found nothing more than a quiet village home. Uh. <laughs> Do you think the police are disappointed in that? I, <laughs> you kind of have to teeter the line between that sucks that this was a fake call, but at the same time, no one's murdered. Right. Yes. Yeah. I would hope so. The caller's stepfather was indeed there, but instead of being murdered, he was walking around in good health. 
And for Alpert, he was not arrested, what? but oh. was fined for reporting a false complaint and wasting public servants' oh. time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. The amount charged was only $4.30 <laughs> because it's the Ukraine. Oh, okay. I would pay that to get my road blocked. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess he learned his lesson. Yeah. No. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Calgary. A hotel manager was interviewed by local news recently because a story on the internet was making the rounds and people were curious if it was real or not. Hmm. It was about a woman who came into the hotel one night and she wanted to know what room her husband was in because she was certain that he was cheating on her. I love these. We always catch them. We always oh catch them. But yeah, if you're going to the hotel, you already know what's happening. You don't need to actually catch them. You do. Well, the manager <laughs> couldn't say anything because of privacy reasons. Right. But oh. she did want to help the woman. So she got creative. Here's audio of her interview and what she said. She walks into the hotel and she quickly explains to me that her husband has been cheating on her. She knows that he is currently at my hotel with the woman and she wanted to know what room number he was in. Unfortunately, I could not tell her. And rightly so. She could have been lying to me. She could have been the other woman, you know? I don't know. So I checked her into the room right next to the room that her husband was in. Oh. The walls were kind of thin. Oh my god! Oh, that's genius. I that it. woman loves drama, though. Listen to oh, her. She's she like, well, she could have been lying, but I did it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think she went up for room service and was like, "Here's your food, Mr. Johnson, and random woman"? <laughs> I know. <laughs> on the other door. And the wife is just sitting there listening, like, God, "Why does he sound so enthusiastic?" Oh, yeah. What am I, I mean, doing wrong? What do you do? You stay the night? You listen. Like, you awkwardly file noise complaints? Like the third person <laughs> next door, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bang oh on the wall. Afterwards, she said the woman came back down to the lobby maybe about an hour later, verified that she did, uh, in fact, hear her husband being unfaithful. Oh, no. She then thanked the manager for everything and even left a generous tip. So she didn't even bust the door down and break up the the action that was she's happening. She's classy, Brooke. You know, just <laughs> now two knows. people left a generous tip that night. Whoa. <laughs> All right, nice. this next laser story is out of Ohio. Okay. Something interesting is going on in the Midwest. It started on January 9th with a message from a Cincinnati burger joint posted to their Facebook. It said, "Quote." To the gentleman and his daughters who left this incredibly generous $1,000 tip this Whoa. afternoon, with Jeez. big smiles on our faces, we want to say thank you. Oh, man. Yeah. That's what huge. That is super awesome. But it was the note that accompanied the tip, asking the owner to share it with all the workers, exclaiming, Go Xavier! Oh, right. Yeah! <laughs> that was actual audio, right? If, yeah, if you didn't know, really... Xavier's a nearby college. And while word spread about the generosity of the fan, the University of Cincinnati's fans noticed, and they weren't about to be outshined. That's right. Uh-oh. Bearcats are mad. I say that because a week later, it was revealed that at another nearby restaurant, its staff had also received a generous tip of exactly $1,001. Shut up. <laughs> they $1 them. That's dope. Yeah. And the customer wrote, let's see how long we can keep this going. Cincinnati Bearcats up by one. Nice. Right, and it's also a rivalry of like who has the most successful graduates. Yeah, because yeah, in right. order to pay for that. Yeah, it's true. My community college, I'd be like, here's three dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say this didn't happen. <laughs> have that. Since then, the crosstown tip wars between the two hometown schools have brought in nearly thirty-five thousand oh, dollars. Wow. Amazing, so 
looks good for the community. Yeah, well, and you know all those waiter and waitresses are all college oh, yeah. students. Yeah, they're balling now. This next laser story is out of Passion Palace. Ooh. A new survey asked 4,500 women to name the physical features that they remember of their best intimate partner. Can I just say, are we allowed to read this? I was going to say. On the air? Oh, the thing that you're thinking about does not make the list. What? What? I would only put that on my list. That doesn't matter, yay! It's the whole point. Some of the answers were to be expected, while others were not. We'll see what you think here. These these are the top 10 most common features. Number 10. Now I'm expecting number 10, a huge. No. (laughs) Number 10, high cheekbones. Don't! Okay. 49% of ladies said a good lover had a pair of those. Okay. I mean, a chiseled face is nice. Have you ever dated someone with something super, manly? With super low cheekbones? But I think it's just no cheekbones. I don't think okay, they I go high. I don't imagine, like, <laughs> your cheekbones underneath your nose? Under your jaw? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not like a droopy cheekbone okay. situation. You just don't have defined cheekbones. Like you're always looking down. Yeah. Number nine is a dude with glasses. What? Oh. They're like yeah. a bespectacled man. Yeah, I've never had one. <laughs> Number eight so. is small feet. I love big really? feet. Really? That goes against yeah. like everything we've been taught. Uh, who knew? Small-footed men are great lovers, apparently. Because okay. yeah, they're lover. quiet when they sneak into the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they sneaking? Why did they have to sneak in? <laughs> what? What's going on? Mama, s- Mama's sleeping afterwards. Whoa, like, what's what's going going on? On? <laughs> okay, next. Next. <laughs> Number seven. A snail trail of hair down from their belly button. What? Oh, yeah, baby. That is not what you call it. Yeah, do we have to call it that? Most people call it a happy trail. But yeah. Mine's a, mine's a hike. Oh, uh, it's a, a, a Maybe just no hair. No. Yeah. yeah. Number six. Jose's goes down to his ankles. Yeah. <laughs> Number six is brown hair. Women like a guy with yeah. brown hair. The dark and handsome type of dude. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Number five is tattoos. Oh, yeah. Okay, Give okay. me a bad boy. There it is. Okay. <laughs> that, that was very desperate sounding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad boy with tiny feet. <laughs> Can't start his motorcycle because his feet are so small, but it's fine. Number four, broad shoulders. Okay. Number three, a guy with piercings. Number two is brown eyes. And okay, the okay. number one physical feature that women say they noticed while being in the throes of passion with their best ever intimate partner. Show me. A dude with a beard. What? Oh, oh yeah. Not what I was expecting. Oh, no, That's not a euphemism or anything. <laughs> or anything else? Just a legit nope. beard. Facial hair. Oh, huh. I can't even grow it. Do look more manly. Oh, mm-hmm. It is. I like. I like Nothing beard too. says bedroom superstar like a man with a thick beard, a bunch of badass tattoos, and small, dainty ballerina feet. <laughs> Who knew? I was turned on until you get to the feet. <laughs> Speaking of excellent lovers, I know this guy's feet are the size of grapes. <laughs> No wonder he gets so many stellar reviews. That sound means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We all have a daily morning routine, and it probably looks a little bit different for each of us. Yeah, for sure. Like, I know for Alexis, first thing she does every morning is check Forbes magazine to see if there's any new rich hot guys for her to message. I do. Grab that phone right away. Yeah. At first, I thought you were going to say she was interested in the stock market. No, but okay. No. Who cares about yeah. that? I fell asleep. I, uh, That's yeah. what they're interested in. Yeah. I know Brooke rolls over every morning and immediately takes a swig from one of the wine bottles next to her bed. She's ready to go. Not everyone does that. Yeah. 
You just gotta. She has to wash the scotch taste out of her mouth <laughs> oh, from last yeah, night. Oh yeah, the scotch from last night. Yeah. Yuck. Terrible. And Jose's so morning routine is to hit snooze every nine minutes for four straight hours <laughs> until we eventually call him and tell him he needs to come into work. Yeah. Again today? Yeah. Yeah. Like every week. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I'll be right in, guys. I know personally I have my own routine. Mm-hmm. I wake up an hour earlier than normal every Monday. Oh. I slather my huh? body with baby oil and protein powder. <laughs> what the hell? And then I jump on my hoverboard and I ride it down into work. It, it wakes you up quicker that way. Well, you, like, like absorb the protein powder through uh, your skin. Yeah. I see. You're, like, oily and dry. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to, like, eat a breakfast. You know, I have to do it my own way. And then once I get here, I sit alone in the dark, uh, and I sort through all the new messages on the loser line answering machine. In the dark? I, mean, I know what you're thinking. Weird, right? Um, yeah. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. I mean, people still leave voicemails now. That's not what I was so no. strange. about. I know it's odd. But I did my special routine again this morning. So after a quick shower, Uh Jose, I might need your help while we're in there. We're going to have a brand new loser line coming up at 710. Hey, girl. What's up with you? Wait a minute. Is this the right number? It's um, the loser line. Come on. Just call me back. If you haven't heard the loser line before, it works like this. Let's say a strange person approaches you while you're out at the club and uses this charming pickup line on you. Sorry I was staring at you. But I'm an artist, and it's my job to stare at beautiful women all day. Oh, that's a good one. After he says that, whatever you do, do not tell that wannabe artist to draw a door on the nearby wall (laughs) and have him attempt to walk through it. Instead, give him the number to the loser line, so hopefully he leaves an awkward voicemail that we can play over the air. Voicemails like this one. Next message. Hey, Jessica. Um, It's (laughs) Um... Sorry, I'm really wasted, but um, the smell of your hair <laughs> um, just really turned me on. And I like, I've never said this before, but I feel like um, I could fall in love with you, honestly, just from the smell of your hair. So um, I'm calling you like I said I would, and um, I really can't wait to see you again. Um, and smell your hair again and kiss you. You're so perfect. I really want to see you again. So call me, please. Please call me. Oh. Next message. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what is that shampoo? I need it. Oh, oh my God. Are you kidding me? All I can think is like, have humans evolved at all? Me, boy, you, girl, smell good. Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, he was 10 seconds away from asking for her to cut it off and mail it to oh him so he God. could smell it. <laughs> Take back to cave. Yeah. Do you get the feeling when that guy isn't wasted, he still talks the <laughs> yeah. same way? Yes. I think he thinks yes. the same way. Yeah, yes. for sure. Say it out loud. <laughs> Next message. Hey, Rachel, what's going on? It's Bill. We met uh, a couple of nights ago while we were out watching the movie in our cars, and I ran across you in the, uh, in the uh, concession line. We're at the drive-thru. And, you know, ever since we met, I've been thinking about you a lot. And I got a little something for you. Oh. <clears throat> you came into my life, and you gave me your digits. Don't care about no strife, and I don't make no widgets. Oh. It would be fun if you would come to my place and eat from my kitchen. Oh. Hit me back, baby. 
I get such delight anytime someone says, I got a little something for you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got? This I, is going to be good. The content was not good, no. but the confidence that he had in himself when he delivered, <laughs> 10 out of 10. You're right. Totally right. You Poems know. don't need to all rhyme, okay? <laughs> or make poetry. Or apparently make any sense at all. Yeah, that's true. But remember, you can get the special loser line number if you text the word loser, L-O-S-E-R, to 78592. Give it out to somebody weird that's making you feel uncomfortable so they can call us and leave an awkward voicemail like this one. Next message. Hey, this is Nick. Uh, we met, you gave me your number, but uh, uh, you might not recognize my voice because, um, <laughs> you know, last night at the party, I was Steve Irwin, oh. the oh. crocodile hunter. Oh. I'm refreshing your uh, memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my Steve Irwin. Um, I thought you were super cool. Really glad I got your number, and I hope I can uh, see you again soon. Maybe we can um, go down under. Next message. <laughs> okay. I said Jose, it. you liked that too much. I'm very yeah. concerned. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. It's a good impression. Yeah. <laughs> Outdated, but very good. I used to do Steve Irwin all the time. The impression was, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to hit on a woman and make her find you attractive, mm-hmm. probably don't go with Steve Irwin the crocodile. Hunter. I mean, if you're I mean, going to pick an Australian, you go with the Hemsworth brother. Oh, right? absolutely. Am I right? But you yes. can still use, oh, she's a beauty, this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> Next message. Hey, what's up? Uh, this is Kevin. Um, hey, uh, I, I, I had a really good time uh, the other night, and, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure everything was cool because I just I felt like it came off weird, you know, that I wanted to uh, hook up with you in, in the car. <laughs> it's not that, you know, it, it, it seems, it might seem that I, like I still live at home with, you know, with my aunt or, or something like you might think that she still brushes my hair every night or you know tells me when to brush her teeth (laughs) you know she doesn't have to leave the whole light on so i don't get scared by monsters or anything it's not it's not like that you know so i i I just wanted to make sure that we're cool are you cool next message Way too specific, though. Yeah. Not cool. yeah. I don't think we're cool. Yeah, that he is a very bad liar. Yeah. I bet. I bet he always gets caught when he tries to do something naughty. Always, yeah. for sure. And he definitely has to be told to brush his teeth before yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that he got the loser line number. He seemed like a catch. Yeah. Oh. Next message. Hey, um, I'm standing outside your door. Um, oh. I've been knocking for a while now, and you're not answering. Um, kind of confused. You know, I just ran out to get some butter, and what's well, been what, twenty minutes? Um, I don't know why you're not answering. Listen, I, I I wasn't trying to be weird with the butter, you know, in any romantic or intimate sense, if that's what you were thinking. I just wanted to make some grilled cheese sandwiches, honestly. So, um, I don't know what to do here. I mean, I could leave the butter on your doorstep. Or I could leave it in your mailbox. <laughs> or, I mean, if you want to text your neighbor, I could leave the butter with them. Um, just looking for some guidance here. So if you could call me back, that would be great. Um, I'll just be waiting for your call with all this butter. Next message. <laughs> what? what did I miss there? So How innocent. 
Well, he was at her house, mm-hmm. yeah. and she had only given him the loser line somehow, and he went out for butter and came back with how much? Yeah. <laughs> like, I picture him with, like, seven or <laughs> yes. eight sticks of butter yeah, in his arms. Exactly. I mean, and if you are just making grilled cheese, which I'm doubting now, mm-hmm. yeah. what kind of grilled cheese are you making? The type of grilled cheese that I want to eat. Yeah. A nice <laughs> buttery grilled cheese from Butter All right, Boy. touche. <laughs> Remember, listen to Loser Line regularly at this time every week. We got your phone tap coming up right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's time for your phone tap. And today, our own Jose Bolaños poses as notorious, smooth-talking Latin lover, oh, Rolando. No. Yeah. <laughs> and Rolando's calling a local photography studio to schedule a family photo shoot. I feel like this is who Jose thinks he is on the inside. It's who I want to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I grow up. But Rolando's hoping that they're willing to be a little bit flexible with him. Because yeah. technically, he doesn't have a family, Uh but he does have some very special people he wants included in his pictures. At least some of them are people. (laughs) So we'll see what they say in your phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Thank you for calling this photography studio. This is Kate. How can I help you? Oh, hello. Hello. I am calling about the family photo promotion I saw online. This is you, no? It is. We are running a $49.99 family portrait sale. Is that what you're referring to? Ah, yes, yes. I would like to, how do you say, schedule an appointment. Okay, I'm getting out the calendar here, and I just need your name. Oh, my name is Rolando. Okay. And, Rolanda, when would you like to do this photo shoot? Ooh, I am thinking for a Saturday, but uh, I do have a question. Do you provide the the hair and makeup? No, we don't do that. Oh, okay, no problem. My girlfriend is very good at the makeup. That's great. So, um, is it just going to be you and your girlfriend then? Oh, oh, no. There are many more. Okay. Um, how many people are going to be in your photo shoot? Um, let me count. It would be 21, including myself. Did you say 21 people? Yes, I did. Um, can I put you on hold for one second? Yes. Okay, sorry about that, Rolando. Um, no problem. I think that's going to be just fine. You, um, you have a very big family. Yes, myself and 20 of my girlfriends. I, I'm sorry. They are all of my lovers. Mm. Okay. Um, I need to ask you another question. Uh, Is it possible for me to take my shirt off for the picture? I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think our photographer would be cool with that. Ah, so. yes. Well, the ladies will be very disappointed, but uh-huh. there will be oils, no? Like cooking oil? What do you, um... Oh, any kind you of oil. You want to bring oil into the studio? Well, do you provide the oil? It could be any type of oil, perhaps canola or uh, olive oil, no. extra virgin. No. Nope. What about any non-virgin olive oil? <laughs> no, sir. We are family studio, and we do not do oil. Oh, yes. Family. Which reminds me, 
you allow the pets, no? Yes, yes, we do allow pets, mm. cat or dog. Oh, yes, it is a cat, a, uh, okay. how do you okay. say, big cat. So are you talking about your, like, cat is, like, just overweight? Uh, it is tiger. You have a tiger. Yes. And you, no, 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 no. You can't bring a tiger into the studio. Oh, do not worry. He will not mount the other animals. What? <laughs> okay, I am sorry. This is not going to work. Oh. You're going to have to go somewhere else. This is just not... Hey, you oh. sound very feisty. Do you yourself have a boyfriend? <laughs> that is absolutely none of your business. Oh, I have room for one more girlfriend. You will make it 21 like a blackjack. Hey, I win. What is... You win. Sir, we all win. I am ending this phone call, okay? No, no. Take your harem of oily women and your tiger and just <laughs> goodbye. Don't hang up. I have to tell you it's a prank phone call. Who is... What? My name's Jose from Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I'm doing a prank phone call on you. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh my you God. have a coworker named Maddie, right? Yes. Yeah, she set you up. She said, since you guys started this promotion, all the weirdos are coming out now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That got a little uncomfortable. When you were like, I have 20 girlfriends. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to squeeze 20 people in here? Wait, what? The honest truth is I don't have any girlfriends. So if you really are single, <laughs> feel free to call me. Hmm? Um, I will get back to you. <laughs> Oh, come on. Who's pranking who now? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. What would you say is the weirdest thing you guys have in your place right now? Uh, I have a piece of my sister-in-law's callus from her foot. Ew. I know. What? Her and her brother, Gross. who's my husband, they send the grossest stuff to each other back and forth. Where in the do you mail. keep them? Like the pantry? Yeah. No, I tried pantry. to throw it away. He keeps putting it on the fridge. Uh, it's disgusting. Ew. Mine's probably my collection of lamps made from uh, hollowed out baby doll heads. Ew. Okay. What, dude? I'm sold out on Etsy right now, yeah, so I don't hate. <laughs> I know, but and also kind of chic. Mm-hmm, people love it. But the guy in today's second date update is pretty sure what his date saw inside of his apartment may have ruined his chances at love. But he promises that he has a totally reasonable explanation for it. So we'll find out what it was and why it's not creepy coming up in your second date update right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Second date update. We got an email for a second date update from a guy named Dan. And Dan only waited four days after his date to get in touch with us. Okay. Normally, yeah. yeah, normally people wait like a week, yeah. two weeks, several years before they'll enlist our help. It's That's actually, happened. yeah, it's happened multiple times. But Dan needs instant gratification. Okay. And I'm just going to say, Dan, you're coming across a little bit needy. Uh-oh. And it's turning me on. <laughs> no, no, it's not, it's not instant gratification. I, I just want to figure it out before the line goes cold. Yeah, Jeff, that's what I thought. I'm just saying it's working. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she doesn't feel the same way that I do. We like clinging. But <sighs> who do you need to get a hold of? Tell us her name. Because if you're checking in with us after four days, it probably means you've called her upwards of like 40 times. <laughs> 
No, like three times. Yeah, anybody uh, in the room believed yeah. him. We'll do the radio nope. math uh, on yeah. that uh-huh. one. And... Three times in a minute. You mm-hmm. multiply by 56, yeah. Jake. So what's her name? Her name's Jody. All right. Okay. And how'd you meet Jody? Uh, we met on a dating app. Okay. What'd you like about her? So I just like how she was like put together because, you know, a lot of people are just in their yoga pants on the apps, but she was actually like well-dressed, put together. Mm. And then like when we met up in person, she didn't wear any makeup and still look good, you know, which I like and appreciate that it's not. Wow. She like tries, but isn't like too obsessed about it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, most girls would That's never nice. go on a date without makeup. Well, the girls I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What'd you guys end up doing for your date? Well, we decided to just hang out and grab a drink because, you know, you never know what people are like in person and all that. Sure. What does that mean? You don't know what people are going to be like in person, so you grab I mean, a drink? You know, maybe their photos are like three years and 45 pounds ago. Maybe the guy's a crazy person, so you meet in public. That's what everyone does. Have you had yeah, those experiences? Sense. Hasn't everyone on a dating app had those experiences? Yeah, you're making me sound weird. I'm not the weird one here. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that that's safe. One drink isn't a huge commitment. It's half an hour tops if yeah. things aren't going well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But things were going well. You know, we're drinking at the bar. I'm, like, really into skimboarding. What's and that? And she didn't know what that was. It, it, it's like surfing, but instead of being in the water, you, you're on the sand and run towards the water and then, like, drop the board and hop on. Right, right. It's like, I always thought that was boogie boarding or whatever, but it's different. No, it's that's different when you're on your that. belly. This, you start running and throw the board on the sand, okay. on the wet sand and go into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it's more painful when you fall. It's definitely not fun when you fall, but yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. Okay. That's cool. Was she impressed? Cool. Well, she'd never heard of it, so, you know, I showed her a couple of videos, then I started, I actually asked the bartender for, like, an old cardboard box and started demonstrating it in the bar. There's a little room. What? You demonstrated <laughs> skimboarding in the bar? Like, slow motion. I didn't actually go anywhere, you know, but just the mechanics of it. Like, you run, drop, and slide. What was her response to that? She was up to it, and then after a couple of times I did it, she decided to do it. But then, like, she started falling over, but I caught her. You know, like, it was kind of, oh. yeah, so that, that worked out. Did you kiss her or when you caught her, or what would you do? We had a nice eye contact moment, you know, kind of yeah. huggy, grippy, but didn't. Grippy. <laughs> Sounds like things were going well. Yeah. Yeah, and then a little while later, I was like, hey, what about coming over to my place to watch a movie? And she was totally down with it. Okay. You know, Good. I'm thinking maybe a movie, maybe something else. Right. Okay. Because nobody ever just means movie. Yeah. How'd things go back at your place? It started out good. We started watching a movie, but like my place was a little dirty. I maybe I didn't believe in myself that night before I left. I didn't like clean up right. <laughs> I know this is gonna happen anyway. I'll oh, really I see. I feel like that it always works that way though, right? Like yeah. it's like when you go out and you're a woman and you don't shave your legs, you're like, ah, well, it's not gonna lead to anything, and then you're like. Dang it! So hairy. I mean, it sounds like a match made in heaven. Like, you didn't clean your apartment. She didn't put on makeup or try at all. Like, it didn't seem like either of you were very into this. <laughs> but, like, I, like, I hadn't done the dishes and the trash. And, like, I don't know, like, 15, 20 minutes in, I felt her notice it, really. Yeah. And, like, the vibe definitely changed. Did you say anything about it? No. Before I even could, she just started going, like, I'm getting tired. I got to go. But I, I definitely want to come back and we'll finish the movie another time. Well, that seems legit, though. But but she never called back, and, like, I feel she's totally blowing me off. Mm. Okay. Weird. So what do you think it is? 
I think it's the messy apartment, but I, I usually I'm not messy at all. But that, that's the crazy thing is just that was the one time that I didn't clean that day, you know, and or that week. It, it, I, I, I didn't work a lot and didn't get a chance to clean up. And it, I guess I should always believe in myself. I mean, that's a good place to start. Yeah. I know, but there's nothing more depressing than when you clean up right before a date and then you come home alone to a spotless apartment. You're like, well, that was a double waste of time. (laughs) Rubs it in your face. Yeah. That's why I never clean too, bro. I feel you, man. You and Jose are kindred spirits. So, (laughs) all right. Well, we're going to play a song. We'll come back and we'll call Jody for you and try and get you your second date update, okay? All right. Maybe you can convince her I'm not a slob. I mean, you're asking a lot from me. You're still really playing that needy role here. But we'll try our best. All right, we're going to do that next. Second Date Update. If you're just tuning in for the Second Date Update, we're on the phone with one of our listeners named Dan. And Dan, most people would probably look at your date and point out all the red flags. Oh, You know, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. All right, I'm not going to call attention to the fact that you're anti-women wearing yoga pants or that you set a one-drink limit for yourself at the bar for mm. some reason. Or your unusually dirty apartment. And I'm especially not going to harp on the fact that it's only been four days since you met this woman. Dang. And now you're asking a radio station to contact her for you. I'm not going to point those things out. Dude, kick him while he's down. But what I will point out is that you, sir, have one of the best, and I really mean this, one of the best phone connections that we've ever heard. <laughs> You called into good, this show. It is a good line. And that's something no amount of red flags can ever take away from you. You're going to jinx it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it is, really it is nice. clear. It's very clear. Oh, yeah. I, I know. That's like five bars right yeah, there. Yeah, I think. So, Dan, just checking. I mean, is there anything else that we need to know that you're leaving out? Because sometimes people do that with us. Look, I, I understand how you could twist this, but, like, here's the deal, right? Like, I like her. Like, who's skimboards in a bar? You know, like, she's cool. Plus, honestly, like, I, I only watched a little bit of the movie with her before she left, and I want to see the end of the movie. I will you know? say, I think that's a good sign. It's a good sign of a devoted person. If you yeah. are actually willing to not finish yeah. a movie without someone else. Yes. Dan, you're definitely one of our most devoted callers that we've ever had call in for a second date update. I think that's a compliment. It, it's it's the biggest compliment I can give. Or it's just there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to call Jody for you and get your second date update, okay? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Jody, please? Who's calling? Is this Jody? Um, who's calling? I asked you first, is no, this Jody? That's fair. It's her phone. Okay. This is Jeffrey from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. Now you go. Is this Jody? <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Hi, Jody. Ooh. Hi. <laughs> She's so confused. We're calling you today because we're doing something called a second date update. Have you ever heard of that before? Maybe. I don't know. Like a long time ago. I. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, just to refresh your memory, it's if someone goes out on a date and afterwards they're not getting a call back, they can reach out to us and we'll call that person for you to figure out the reason why. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> well, we're calling you because you recently went out with a guy. His name's Dan. Oh. Yeah, very recently. Yeah. Like four days ago, yeah. he said. 
Yeah, I just went out with him. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's eager, Jody. He had a really okay. good time with you, and he's wondering how you felt about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I... Because um... he did tell us about what happened on the date. He said he, you guys went to a bar, and he showed you how to, what was it, skin surfing? Skimboard. Skimboarding. Skim, skimboarding. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds like you enjoyed that. Well, you had to have enjoyed it because he said that. I mean, you guys went back to his apartment, so if you weren't having a good yeah. time, you would have left already. Yeah, we did go back to his place to watch a movie, and I mean, it was fine at first, but I guess I started feeling a little uncomfortable. When did those uncomfortable feelings begin? I feel like we're in a sixth grade sex ed class all of a sudden. Yeah. No, he was like a gentleman, right? Like, it wasn't like that. But I don't know. I wasn't there that long. And his his apartment is it's just a little weird. I He did mention that it was kind of dirty. Yeah, he told us. Was that a turnoff? I mean, a little of that maybe. But, like, then I went and I used the restroom. And I noticed that there was, like, this snowman soap dish which I just like thought was weird and then when I came out I noticed that there were like these Santa figurine things on like his coffee table and there was like Christmas stuff on his mantle and as I was coming out of the bathroom I could see like the back corner of the room where we were sitting like and there's a big Christmas tree in the corner. <laughs> Man, okay. you must have been like more than one drink in if you missed a Christmas tree when you walked in. <laughs> well, it wasn't on when we got home. Obviously, like the lights were all off. But when I came out of the bathroom, he had turned the lights on on the Christmas tree. It was like okay. mood lighting in his apartment. <laughs> yeah, but it's like not Christmas time. I so I, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. I I don't know. It was like a lot of. Stuff. Like, I kind of felt like he's, like, a Christmas freak or something. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, laziness. Maybe he just doesn't want to pack the stuff up. So he's, okay. like, yeah. either really lazy what? or he's obsessed Wait, with Christmas. But why would that make you stop seeing somebody that you were having a good time with? I mean, honestly, like, I haven't said no yet to, like, going out again. Like, I'm just trying to think about how to, like, bring up that I think it's, like, a little weird i i feel okay. bad that i just like left maybe in a christmas card it would get across to him how you really felt <laughs> i wonder if there was another way we could bring it up that's an interesting point jose thank you jeffrey because maybe it's the right time to let you know jody yeah. that dan has been on the other line listening this entire time and wants to talk to you what no yeah he sees you when he's sleeping <laughs> And he knows that you're awake. Don't do that. No. Shut up. He's not on the phone. He is. Dan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey! Hi, Jody. Uh, Hi. Oh, my gosh. Can I ask you a question? Um, Um, Are are you, like, Jewish or something? Is that why the whole thing's offending you? (laughs) What? That's the question? That's a fair point. No, I, I'm not actually, but I I wouldn't say I'm offended by it. I just thought it was weird. Um, can I ask a question? You had a radio station call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that might have been an over uh, overreaction. <laughs> might. 
I mean, it's it's only been like four days since I saw you. Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't my experience one, once it's like five, six days, a second date isn't going to happen. So I just wanted to figure it out either way. I will say I'll back Dan on that because honestly, Jody, be honest. Were you actually going to call him back? I honestly was still thinking about it. That's yeah. honestly. Okay. The more days okay. you think, the less the chances are of you calling him. It goes six, seven, eight days. Next thing you know, never it's, mind. it's exponential growth. Yeah, I know all about that. <laughs> okay, but the problem obviously comes from the Christmas decorations inside Dan's apartment. So, Dan, can you explain why do you have Christmas decorations up right now? I just, I like the holiday vibe, you know, like it, it improves my spirit and attitude. You know, if I'm having a bad day, I turn on the lights. It feels a little happier. Dude, totally, man. But all year long? Yeah. I mean, isn't that the thing about the holidays? It's like a special time of year. If you make it 12 months the, <laughs> out of the year, then it's not special anymore. I can understand that viewpoint. I, it's been working for me. I mean, this is the first year I've gotten year-round, but I've definitely gotten six months before, okay. you know? And oh. if, if we're putting cards on the table, like, I didn't even show you my reindeer. <laughs> What reindeer? I have a whole collection of different stuffed reindeer, you know, like 50 different ones, and they, they just make me feel better about things. Oh, okay. Just 50 stuffed yeah, reindeer. That's okay. not weird. Right, Jody? Oh, my God. I mean, it's the whole thing is weird. I just, to have Christmas stuff up right now, I mean, I just, to me, it's a little weird. I mean, I guess, like, maybe wanting to cheer yourself up is, a, like, a nice idea to just have, I don't know about these reindeer, though, but the yeah. light maybe. <laughs> I don't understand why you're hating on Christmas like this. I don't. I don't no, think she's wait hating a Christmas. I'm not hating on it. I just like. I was surprised more than anything. Okay. Well, Dan, now you know what made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And Jody, you know now that he's a little bit of a Christmas freak. So with now that all the feelings are out there, what do you say, Jody, to going out with Dan one more time? We'll pay for it. I mean. And on top of this, we'll also throw in a free helping of Christmas cheer <laughs> on the house. I love it. <laughs> Dan, can I ask you, like, one more question? Okay. Like, would you be open to maybe just, like, toning it down a little bit? Like, the tree, definitely. It's But maybe, like, the stocking? Oh, like, okay. well, now you're, you're, stockings, Jody, too? Jody, you're getting a little controlling. You're trying to redecorate his entire apartment now. Oh, my now. God. Take away the tree. Take away Christmas. I, no, I'm with you, Jody. Take it down, Dan. Oh. Look, I, I guess it's been far enough away from Christmas. I, I, I could get rid of some stuff, put it in the closet, the tree and stocking. But can I keep the snowman soap dish, though? I, I really like that oh. when I wash my hands. What do you think, Jody? Don't be a Scrooge. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm okay with the soap dish. <laughs> yeah. All right. So is that a yes? You guys are going to go out on another date? Yeah, that's a yes. Aww. All right. All right. Hey. Look at the magic of the season does exist. Yeah. Holidays. Now sing us out with a Christmas tune. <laughs> Here comes Dana Claus. Here comes Dana Claus. Here. Dana Claus. You guys I... like it? I changed Santa to Dan. Yeah, yeah. we caught that. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good, Dan. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Let's play a quick little word association game. Oh, I love these. Okay. Ooh, all right. So what comes to mind when I say tight leather chaps, 
large heaving bosoms. Oh. Groups of sweaty men crossing swords in broad daylight. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to think you are coming to my mind. Yeah. <laughs> something you do on the weekend. That makes you know. think of me, Alexis? Something Uh-oh. you do on the weekend. Yeah. Why the bosoms? Yeah. The other things hey, make hey, sense. Hey, yeah. Jeff's got a nice bosom. I, I'm not sure what you guys are thinking of. I'm just I'm talking about the Renaissance Fair. Ah. Oh, oh, also, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's what we were thinking about, too. It just got kind of awkward now yeah. in the studio. That's what but it was. If you don't know what the Renaissance Fair is, that's where people dress up in shiny armor, they carry fake weapons, they drink mead, and pretend oh, that yeah. they live in the Middle Ages. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like pretend for grown-ups. Yeah. So we thought, what a perfect place to get some fresh audio Ooh. and find out what you're doing at the Renaissance Fair. Yeah. All right. We have a whole bunch of clips for you to play. We're going to do it coming up at 810. No, we always send our own Jose Bolaños out to do interviews at all kinds of places. Yeah. And we send him to the courthouse to mm-hmm. interview accused criminals. Yeah. We send him to sporting events to talk to drunken tailgaters there. Yeah. <laughs> also, also accused criminals. That's true. Yeah. We've even sent him to a senior center to find out why Mabel's been cheating at Scrabble. Again. Uh. Accused criminal. Oh, where'd you get the extra J, Mabel? Oh, man, the J, too, huh? Mm. A lot of folds to put it in. But recently, we sent Jose and our own social media coordinator, Alexis, back in time. What? To yeah. interview people at the local medieval renaissance fair. Ah, wow, way back in time. Steel-clad warriors jousting atop mighty steeds. <laughs> tawdry lasses tending to knights in shining armor. <laughs> and of course, let's not forget the village idiot, our own Jose Bolaños oh. in the middle of it all. <laughs> Yay! Asking these good folks a very simple question. What you doing at the renaissance fair? I am in charge of the medical department at the Renaissance Fair. Oh, okay. So you're here taking care of everyone's safety. Correct. Now, have you seen people that have had too much mead and wine, let's say? Well, last night we had an axe go through somebody's thumb. What? How did that happen? They're fighting. Fight through the joust, and he got an axe through the thumb. Okay, I'm sorry. So the actor, like the performers. Right. Right. I always thought that was fake. No, they're 100%. How does that work in the middle of a performance? What do the performers do? Your finger gets chopped off. What's the next thing? They play it off really well, and they're like, well, I got to go in the back and do the thing. And do you think the people watching, what do you think they're thinking? I don't think they know much. They're probably like, wow, that really looks like his thumb's cut off, but his thumb is like really cut off. Right. If you can guarantee me a thumb getting cut off right now, I'll pay 20 bucks for that. Let's go. I can make it happen. Oh, my God. Please, right? please tell me they don't reenact beheadings. Oh, the guillotine or something? Isn't that the same time period, or am yeah, I wrong? It is. I mean, I don't think they do, but that would be a selling point for a lot of people to come. <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, this is why people love the Renaissance Fair so much. Mm-hmm. There's no rules. No. There's no <laughs> protocol. You can bring real weapons in there. Yeah, and people no are just laws. like, oh, so just a normal day here. Yeah. People getting their hands chopped off. Yeah. Can we talk to the actors? Like, they can fake it. That's why they're actors. <laughs> they're committed. Limbs and wow. everything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, wow. But he's right. No laws. You think King Frederick caught a case after that? No. They That's just right. let him go. All right. Yeah. That, was a good, that was a good 8 p.m. show. Wow. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what you doing at the Renaissance Fair? I came to drink mead, swing my sword around, even a piece of metal. A piece of what? Big old piece of metal. The ladies love it. So you're like the ladies man of the Renaissance Fair. That's what they call me. And then they call me my name. What's your other name? Ragnar. The pleasure. 
Ragnar the pleasure. Ragnar the pleasure. Okay, so since you're a ladies' man, what is the a perfect date with Ragnar the pleasure? We take around noon, we wake up from drinking mead last night. Around one, we're hitting the axe throwing. Around noon, we're back drinking mead. And then you kind of forget what time it is because the mead hits you again. Okay, so a lot of mead and a lot of stuff happen- happening at noon. I... <laughs> it's the only time we can remember. Yeah. Wow. Back in the Renaissance, that was, oh, it's noon time. There's no shadows. Yeah. What? That's what is, about it. What is the accent? I don't know. We I were trying know. to figure it out, too. We think Scottish? Irish? Scottish? It's just a medieval accent, oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't yeah. question the pleasure. Okay. Yeah, seriously. That guy's a ladies' man. He is slaying tail day and night. Yeah. Literally yeah. slay. Yeah. is dying for some meat at noon with this uh, guy. I know. I'm going to pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What you doing at the Renaissance Fair? Checking it out. It's renaissance It is very renaissance Now, describe to people, what is renaissance Well, I mean, Renaissance specifically is the time period, so what is your name, anyway? I'm Jose. What's your I'm Dr. Owl. Dr. Owl? Yeah, Dr. Owl. Are you a doctor? Yes, I am. And are you a doctor of owls? No. Can you remember Owl Jester? Owl jester, yeah. So I'm uh, so me with a jester hat on because I'm also I make balloon animals and do magic. Cool. You do magic as well. Yeah, I um I have a traveling variety show called Doctor Owl's Medicine Show because laughter is the best medicine. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought he was gonna be the one normal person you talked to. <laughs> you think the the doctor of the bunch would be? Yeah. I like that guy. I, I think there needs to be more doctors and medical <laughs> personnel that know how to do balloons and yeah, magic tricks when they're point. treating me. Well, back in medieval times, that's how it was. It was like, let me put a bandit on that. Now, look, boom, he's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was really a doctor, Jeff. Uh, he, I think was. That was, he was. He well, was a don't medical. Insult, don't you insult him? <laughs> yeah. How could you say that about him, Jose? I thought he just was talented with balloon animals. Yeah. No, 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 no. Both? That's a doctor. Okay. He has a degree in it. All though. right. <laughs> What you doing at the Renaissance Fair? Um, this is my first fair, and I thought I'd figure I'd check it out. Okay, I see you're all green. Uh, yes, I am uh, dressed as an orc. I don't really know what an orc is. Can you describe to me what that is? Um, basically, it's uh, I like to think of it as like a big green muscular goblin, pointy ears, sharp teeth, green skin. Are you related to Shrek? Uh, no, I'm not. I get that a lot though. Are you related to the Hulk? Um, no, but I would. I'd like to meet him. Okay, and it's a little hard to understand you because of the big teeth you have. What are those exactly? Um, these uh, big orc tusks that I got online. Yeah. Okay, so they're huge teeth coming from the bottom, sticking up, almost touching your nose. Uh, yes, that feel like an underbite. Yeah. <laughs> Does it hurt to wear those? Uh, not at all. It's actually pretty comfortable. Would you do it outside of the Renaissance Fair? Honestly, I probably could wear these around because I don't talk to people much. (laughs) (laughs) Walked right into that one. Very weird. Shocking. Dude, he came in hard for his first ever Renaissance fair. We're not dipping a toe in the water here. He was head to toe in green and those huge tusks like covered his face. (laughs) Reminds Brooke of her previous boyfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Also descendants of either the Hulk or Shrek. When she says coming in hot, she means he's hot. That's what you're doing at the Renaissance Fair. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Win! Brooke's Box! Brooke's going for 11 wins in a row today, and your challenger is 0-4 against you all time. But she's back for blood and possibly other bodily fluids. Welcome back, Tara, the bodybuilder from Seattle. Hey, Tara. Oh, Tara. 
Yes. <laughs> you actually compete in bodybuilding? I'm sure we've talked about this if we've played. I used to. I'm retired. That was in my past. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, it became too easy for her. Are you unbuilding now? Or are you just like, how does that work? <laughs> yes, I'm very much so unbuilding. Now you're breaking it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You feel like Luisa in Encanto, right? <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Okay, all right. That's That's Tara's life. Yeah. All right. We're going to send Brooke out of the studio. While that happens, Tara, you know the game's played. you got 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when, you can say pass, but you do have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? I'm ready this time. All right, let's get a W for you today. Your time starts now. On this day in 2008, the NBA owners voted to approve the relocation of the Seattle Supersonics to what godforsaken town? Oklahoma. Currently in a bag of M&M's, what is the rarest color? Uh, Red. Did Isaac Newton or Albert Einstein create the theory of relativity? Uh, Newton. In what decade did the U.S. ban advertisements on TV and radio for cigarettes? Uh, 70s. The Suez Canal connects the Red Sea with what other sea? Uh, I don't know, Bering? (laughs) Bering Sea? (laughs) (laughs) We'll take that guess. Brooke's coming back into the studio. And what new has happened in your life, Tara, since the last time uh, we spoke to you? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Everything's wow. just the same old, same old, which is fine. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds really nice. Oh. oh, I know. Dude, how are you getting back into, like, all these kid activities and stuff? Because it is stressing me out. Oh, no, my kids are growing now. I'm oh. trying to get back to the, the unbuilding part. Tara, I totally get you. <laughs> you right. and me, girl. We yeah. need to, to hang out one back. day and do nothing. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's hard for Tara. Like, she goes around, she sees something heavy, and she's like, oh, I want to lift that so bad. <laughs> she sees a jar of pickles that yeah. needs to be open, and she's like, uh, yeah, I'm here. It. I'm here. Resist, Tara. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just lift this table <laughs> yeah. just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brooke, your turn. You ready? Yeah. Week old Brooke, your time starts <laughs> now. On this day in 2008, the NBA owners voted to approve the relocation of the Seattle Supersonics to what godforsaken town? Oklahoma City. Currently in a bag of M&Ms, what's the rarest color? Blue. Did Isaac Newton or Albert Einstein create the theory of relativity? Albert Einstein. In what decade did the U.S. ban advertisements on TV and radio for cigarettes? Mm, 90s. The Suez Canal connects the Red Sea with what other sea? Oh, the Suez is going to be the Atlantic. All right. Got your answers in. We're going to go to the scoreboard and see how you did with Jose. Have you ever gone on vacation and left your child home? No, but I did leave one at a funeral parlor once. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tara, you got one correct today. Oh, are you serious? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, and oh, no. Brooke, you got two. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Always, every time. So close, though. Suez is where that ship got stuck. Like, yeah. where was it going? No. I need like to figure it out. Egypt, yeah, I, I can picture it. But we all can't... need these answers. Yeah. So on this day in 2008, the NBA owners voted to approve the relocation of the Supersonics to the godforsaken town of Oklahoma City. Okay, that oh. is where my entire mom's family is from. And they're godforsaken, so, yes. Uh, Tara, we couldn't give you that. You just said Oklahoma, which is a state. You still oh. want to tie the oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. OKC. Oh, wow. Don't shout out OKC on yeah. this channel. We made right. point away. <laughs> wow, Brooke. Currently, the rarest color in a bag of M&Ms is brown. Huh. Really? Each oh. bag has an average of 2.5% brown M&Ms. Between Isaac Newton and Albert Einstein, Einstein created the theory of relativity. Newton Are you okay? Did the... <clears throat> 
Are you, you having an allergic reaction? I think so to Oklahoma City's yeah. love. Oh. <laughs> uh, the decade that the U.S. banned advertisements on TV and radio for cigarettes, that was the 1970s. Oh. Wow. Feels oh. like it. That's the one I got right. The oh. Suez yes, Canal connects the Red Sea with what other sea? That'd be the Mediterranean, Mediterranean Sea. Not the oceans. Not, yeah, Pacific and Atlantic are oceans. Yeah. Tara, unfortunately, can't give you any cash here, but just for playing, you do win a $20 gift card to Cold Stone Creamery. Ooh. Hey. It's important to go and that spend this so quick good. because odds are if you walk into any Cold Stone, there's a good chance Jose has his tongue stuck to the frozen <laughs> granite and will need your oh, assistance. It's so hard, though. How do you well, not? You yeah. see it there. I'm like, just quick lick. Yeah. yeah. Quick lick. It never works What's out. What's the harm? <laughs> All right, Tara. Thank you so much for playing. Yep, I got her next time, though. Yeah, All right. you do. We good got attitude. your back. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Buck same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.